Despair had gripped the last survivors in the old mansion. It could no longer be doubted that the mysterious force which had taken so many lives that night was not merely past rational explanation, but past the imaginings of familiar religion. No, the spirit or beast which had flayed the Commodore alive and liquefied his flesh, which inspired Mrs. Pickney into a mad fit of self-mutilation, which had even turned the Robinsons' own children murderously against them, was something beyond any devil, any demon that had revealed itself in past nightmares that now seemed like fond and innocent memories. Now Tom and Constance held each other close in the larder, the door feebly shut against the evil outside, and whispered pledges of love desperately, passionately under the sound of that terrible scratching and thumping. Scratch. Thump. Scratch. Thump. Growing now louder and louder as they clung closer and closer, and now so close that they could feel it on their necks. Meanwhile, in a completely different part of town, Detective Mowbray was totally caught up in a colorful and lightly humorous exchange with his landlady, an elderly Polish woman with the damnedest habit of misusing baseball metaphors. That is a run home, she said and cackled as Detective Mowbray handed her the unpaid portion of last month's rent. Detective Mowbray was quite sure he had paid, but as it was a petty matter of five dollars, could not find it in himself to hold out against the old woman. Mowbray, you're a silly old softy, you dang son of a gun, he said, very much out loud to himself, as he walked down the stairs, tossing and catching an orange repeatedly with his right hand, one of the many ticks he had cultivated in a deliberate and long-standing effort to establish himself as more of a character along with his habits of reading volumes of middle-brow poetry, wearing an old-fashioned straw boater in warm weather, and solving all of his cases by casually bouncing theories off of his barber, an aging Armenian, yet another colorful ethnic character with little command of English. Later, at the deli counter, after a prolonged and, again, lightly humorous digression about cured meat, Detective Mowbray turned his mind to casework. There had been reports of strange and dangerous phenomena at the Commodore's old mansion up in the hills. Detective Mowbray, who was slightly more open to the idea of supernatural phenomena than his colleagues, as will eventually be demonstrated in a scene where he speaks movingly of his own Christian faith, was eager to investigate and learn more about these terrifying reports, and committed himself to dipping in on the matter occasionally, in fits and starts, over the course of the next day, but not with such directness and immediacy to distract him from a number of other amusing errands he intended to run. Speaking of which, there were shirts to pick up from the neighborhood dry cleaners, and as Detective Mowbray also had a tick of being natally dressed on all occasions, and the dry cleaner was a colorful old Chinese man with whom he would occasionally play chess, he was determined not to dawdle. And so he went down the street, whistling old jazz tunes, curling his mustache, eating jelly beans, counting the cracks on the sidewalk, brandishing his umbrella, and worrying about his beloved cat. 